Hello fellow citizens of Metaverse, it's Josh from Blockchain DXB and today is the 23rd of December 2022. Now the massive news that is going on in the cryptocurrency world is about Sam Bankman fried and he was extradited to United States of America. He was arrested and he's on bail right now and looks like he's given $250 million as bail. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens over the end of the year regarding FTX and Sam Bankman fried now look guys, because of FTX collapse, because of Terra Luna collapse, cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols that are connected to Metaverse has severely affected as well. So we'll be looking at the top 5 cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols that are connected to Metaverse and unfortunately, the end of the year is not looking good at all. Now in today's episode, we're going to be focusing only on Dubai. Now the massive news that is going on, so far as the Dubai Metaverse is concerned, the Dubai Future Foundation has released a report and the report has to do with Dubai Metaverse Assembly, the event that they had in September and looks like this report is published by PwC. So I'm very briefly going to be discuss the key highlights from that report but what I'd really recommend you to do is read through the report and apart from that also go to the YouTube channel and you can watch all the recorded session. In today's Metaverse Everything podcast, we're also going to be discussing the importance of gaming in the Metaverse and DMCC has launched the gaming center. Now I did cover this in my Crypto and Coffee 88 podcast, so check this out to get more details. In today's episode, I'm very briefly going to brush through that. Now we're also going to be discussing which country will be the leader in the metaverse. And I'm going to be keeping three factors in mind. That is, the infrastructure is it ready? And we'll be looking at the internet connection, we'll be looking at the hardware, software, and we'll also be looking at the supply chain management and quite a lot more. We'll also be looking at the willingness and adaptability of a country so far as Metaverse is concerned and local laws and regulations. And look guys, I do feel Dubai and UAE might just be leading the race so far as Metaverse is concerned. We'll also be discussing Web 3.0, the hype and reality and the lack of understanding in the cryptocurrency space so far as Web 3.0 is concerned and what is not Web 3.0. Now usually in my Metaverse Everything podcast, what I tend to do is I tend to cover 5 news regarding Dubai but in today's episode, because it is focused only on Dubai, I'll be looking at top 5 Metaverse news only from Dubai and UAE. So let's kick start today's episode. So welcome everyone, you're listening to Metaverse Everything where we solely focus on Metaverse and in this particular episode, I'm going to be covering top 5 Metaverse news from Dubai and UAE. And Metaverse Everything is a research-driven podcast focusing on educational and informational content about Metaverse and its impact. And Monday to Thursdays, we have Krypton Coffee at 8, where we cover job news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And how the Krypton Coffee at 8 podcast works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well. News that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East and the world of Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. Now let's kickstart today's episode by looking at the top 5 cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols that are connected to Metaverse. Today is 23rd of December and unfortunately the market cap is not looking good. The 24 hour trading volume is looking absolutely horrendous. Now let's kick start by discussing the 24 hour trading volume of cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols that are connected to Metaverse. 
the 24-hour trading volume is little over half a million dollars. It is in fact at $688,000. This gas is a ridiculously low volume. Now, the start of the year, the 24-hour trading volume was well over the $2 billion mark. But once again, guys, I'm only talking about cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols that are connected to Metaverse. The market cap is a little over $8.5 billion. As of today, 23rd of December, it is $8.7 billion. So what are your price predictions so far as the first quarter of 2023 is concerned? Will Metaverse be the mainstream news? Now, I feel that Metaverse is at least a decade away from mainstream adoption, but three to five years down the line, virtual reality headsets are definitely going to be mainstream and most likely, they might overtake mobile industry as well. So what are your thoughts, guys? Mention them in the comments below. Now, let me quickly discuss the top five cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols that are connected to Metaverse. ApeCoin, the price is $3.66. Since the last 24 hours, it is marginally up by 0.71%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 5.62%. Decentraland or Mana is doing absolutely ridiculous. At the start of the year, it was on the verge of touching the $2 mark. But fast forward to December 2022, the price of Mana is less than $0.32. Cents, is down to $0.31. Cents. Since the last 24 hours, it is marginally up by 2.08%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 13.27%. Sandbox or Sand is down to 44 cents since the last 24 hours it is marginally up by 0.63 percent since the last seven days though it is down by 12.58 percent axi infinity or axs which i believe at the start of the year was hovering around the 20 dollar mark it is down to seven dollars and four cents since the last 24 hours it is down by 2.05 percent since the last seven days it is down by 2.35 percent theta network or theta which did have a fairly good last quarter, is also down to less than $1. And as of today, it is 0.78 cents. It is marginally up by 0.75%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 1.61%. So the global cryptocurrency market is not doing good. Because of the collapse of FTX, it is definitely not looking good for cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols that are connected to Metaverse. Now look, guys, 2022 was supposed to be the year of metaverse and in hindsight if you look at the news because of facebook changing its name from facebook to meta a lot of people a lot of companies have gotten into metaverse so let's see what's going to happen in the next three to five years now in today's episode i'm going to be discussing a massive news that just got released earlier today and that is a report by dubai future foundation now dubai metaverse assembly did happen in the month of september and at that point of time, if you listen to my podcast, I did mention PwC did promise to release a report and they have just released a report explaining what the Dubai Metaverse Assembly is. So the Dubai Metaverse Assembly was held at the Museum of the Future between 26th to the 29th of September. And look guys, I did interview Richard Bartel, who was the key person responsible for arranging the entire event. So what I'd really recommend you to do is listen to that podcast it does cover quite a lot of things. Now, in this particular podcast, what I'm going to be doing is just sharing some highlights from that report because a majority of the chunk is discussing the sessions from day one and day two. I won't be discussing that. What I would recommend you to do is read through that report. You can get that report via my LinkedIn profile or even better, go to YouTube and I would strongly recommend to watch that entire video because the report 
just give some information rather than reading through the report, I would really recommend you to do is go to the YouTube channel, watch day one and day two session of the Dubai Metaverse Assembly. Now, what that report states is at the Dubai Metaverse Assembly, 600 and technology experts were present and they hosted 25 main and side sessions featuring 30 speakers and 40 technology companies. And when they went live, it was also available on YouTube. And based on the report, 40,000 virtual attendees did actually watch that event. So absolutely brilliant stuff. And one thing which I did mention when the event started, His Excellency Kalal Belful did actually put out a very brilliant statement pertaining to Metaverse. And he did say that Dubai's North Star in this journey is ensuring that we embrace the Metaverse, creating a safe space that puts human lives at first. So definitely brilliant stuff. In that report, it states that there were over 15 initiatives and strategies announced and the front runner in Metaverse were tourism, education, government services, retail and real estate, healthcare, gaming and sustainability. And Dubai as a city focuses on four things that is collaboration, regulations. Now a beautiful point which is mentioned in that report so far as regulation is concerned and I do think that other cities and other countries should learn from Dubai's example is that Dubai is focusing so far as regulation is concerned on wearing the referee's hat and opposing to being a gatekeeper. This just leaves a lot of room for innovation and support. So definitely brilliant stuff. And the third point it focuses on is openness and business use case. And so far as the benefits of Dubai Metaverse Assembly is concerned, it focuses on core specific areas. That is the importance of control over data and the ability for individuals to monetize their own data. The second one it focuses on the diplomatic party and there is a lot of emphasis on the country of Barbados who did have an embassy in the metaverse. The third point it focuses on is less controlled by centralized entity and this is the whole notion and promise of Web 3.0 that individuals should have more control over the data and the fourth one it focuses on a newer experience. Now look guys when you talk about metaverse it is so critical that the experience in metaverse is 10 times better than what we are currently experiencing. Just shifting current experiences to Metaverse will definitely not cut it. So when you're looking at Metaverse protocols or when you're looking at Metaverse designs, try to compare it with existing systems and then ask yourself, is it offering a 10x better user experience? If the answer is no, unfortunately the project will not succeed. Now going back to the report, the Crown Prince of Dubai and the Chairman of Dubai Executive Council Sheikh Hamdan Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum launched the Dubai Metaverse strategy with the aim of Dubai to be one of the leading metaverse economies and a major hub for global metaverse community and they're focusing on four key sectors that is tourism, education, government services, retail and real estate. Now, particularly regarding tourism, what I really found in this report is that they are focusing on creating a metaverse tourism task force. So if you are into the tourism industry, and are trying to build something in the metaverse, definitely look out for Metaverse Tourism Task Force. Now, I'm pretty much sure that there will be some government officials who will be taking a key role and a key part so far as the decision making is concerned. And another thing which I really found interesting is so far as the government services is concerned, they're focusing on collaboration between private companies and government companies. And in that report, guys, it also focuses on the importance of Middle East in the metaverse and there are four core areas that might just give Middle East 
a competitive advantage in the metaverse. The first one is the importance of vision and economic prowess in the Middle East and the importance of UAE as the next export hub. And this is keeping into mind deglobalization, keeping into mind supply chain management. And as of now, Dubai is the world leader so far as cryptocurrency is concerned. And, and it also wants to be the number one city in the world so far as Web3.0 is concerned. And later on in the episode, I'm also going to be discussing some of the challenges with Web3.0. And going back to the report, the third point it focuses on is the importance of regulation, infrastructure, research and development, talent and investment, and finally, Generation Z. And look guys, when you talk about the future of Metaverse, Middle East is strategically placed so far as the Generation Z is concerned. And at the key highlight, His Excellency did actually mention the importance and the competitive advantage the Middle East would have because of a larger percentage of population following in Generation Z. So if you read through the report, guys, the message is clear. The government and businesses need to act now to prepare themselves for and reap the benefits of an inevitable metaverse transformation. They also stress the importance of VARA, that is Virtual Asset Regulatory Authority, and how that helps to formulate regulations for a new metaverse world order. And one thing which I did mention earlier, so far as regulation is concerned, it's so important to put the referee's hat as opposed to being a gatekeeper's mindset. So definitely brilliant stuff. The article also focuses on the importance of collaborations and partnerships with international companies. And finally, they also stress the importance of tangible and related use case. And this goes back to the point, guys. When you talk about metaverse, it is so critical that the experience that you have is at least 10x better from metaverse. And the overarching theme of this report is so far as the Dubai Metaverse Assembly was concerned, it focuses on four core areas that is fostering metaverse innovation and economic contribution, cultivating metaverse talent through education and training, developing metaverse use cases and applications in Dubai government, and finally adopting, scaling and globally advocating for safe platforms. Now this was the initial part of the report. The other part focuses on what the key highlights were from day one and day two. What I'd really recommend you to do is read through the report, but apart from that, make sure you watch the entire sessions via YouTube as well. Now, the next thing, guys, what I'd like to discuss is the importance of gaming in the metaverse. And there are a few points that are so critical, particularly when you talk about gaming in the metaverse, the importance of interoperability. And look, guys, interoperability has to be one of the key features in metaverse. Now, listen, guys, I do have a session with Victor Medino, who was one of the spokesperson from Dubai Metaverse Standards Forum. He did stress the importance of standardization and interoperability in the metaverse. Interoperability, which means the ability to use your protocol across different platforms is so critical, particularly when you talk about metaverse. The example I can think of is, let's say, having WhatsApp. You can use it for an Android device. You can use it for iOS devices and quite a lot more. That thing needs to happen in the gaming industry as well. The importance of NFTs is absolutely critical in the gaming industry. And in just a few minutes, I'm also going to be talking about DMCC because they have recently launched the gaming sector and DMCC is definitely taking the lead so far as the gaming industry is concerned and how it is going to be connected to Metaverse. Now, my big worry so far as gaming and the Metaverse is concerned is can blockchain protocol withstand the transaction per second in the metaverse you also need to keep in mind the whole blockchain trilemma problem that is decentralization security and scalability now look us 
if you're listening to any blockchain protocol that is offering you higher transaction per second, they're definitely compromising on blockchain trilemma. So critical when you're looking at metaverse combining with blockchain technology, you truly need to understand what the blockchain trilemma problem is. That is security, scalability and decentralization or distributed how I like to call it. Now personally at this point of time, I don't think blockchain protocols are ready for metaverse. It might take at least a couple of decades for blockchain to merge with metaverse. Now at this point of time, unfortunately, centralized protocols can do a much better job in offering a 10x better user experience in the metaverse. Now this is something you might not like to listen, but that is the fact. Now let me discuss some points about DMCC's gaming center. Now look guys, the DMCC did make an announcement about the gaming center on the 12th of December and I have an entire episode dedicated on the 13th of December. So go to my Crypto and Coffee 88 podcast, listen to the 13th of December where I discuss the key elements of DMCC's role in launching the gaming center. So essentially what happened is the DMCC launched the gaming center in support of the increasingly growing global and regional video gaming industry. Now currently in US, the revenue generated by the gaming industry is $1.8 billion but in the MENO region, the revenue generation is expected to be $5 billion by 2025. So DMCC getting into the gaming industry, merging it with blockchain technology and keeping the vision of Metaverse will definitely give Dubai and UAE a competitive advantage in the Metaverse and DMCC made the decision to launch the gaming center at the Dubai Esports Festival. So definitely brilliant stuff. Now guys what I'd like to discuss, keeping in mind the geopolitical situation, keeping in mind inflation, keeping in mind deglobalization in the next coming decades, which country will lead the Metaverse? Will it be the United States of America? Will it be China? Will it be Turkey or will it be United States of America? But I'd like to pose this question to you guys. Which country would lead the metaverse? Will it be the developed countries? Will it be the underdeveloped countries? Or will it be the developing countries? Now there was a study which was put out a few months ago which actually did state that developed countries are not too eager about the metaverse. The developing countries are very keen in the metaverse. So developing countries could potentially lead the metaverse race but we also need to keep in mind the infrastructure. Now so far as the infrastructure is concerned, in my Crypto and Coffee at 8 podcast, I did mention that Netherlands was the country which was the most metaverse ready. But it's so critical to check if the country is willing and eager to get into the metaverse. Now Netherlands is definitely a developed country. But so far as the willingness and eagerness to get into the metaverse is concerned, the developing countries are leading the race. Countries such as Turkey, India and UAE do have a willingness and the eagerness to get into the metaverse but unfortunately the infrastructure is not ready. So if you look at the internet connection, you need to have 6G, maybe 7G in the next couple of decades. The hardware and software needs to be placed. The biggest challenge which I see going forward is the importance of supply chain management. Now Larry Fink who is the CEO of BlackRock is calling for deglobalization so the next decade or so it's got to be really critical to truly understand which country is leading the metaverse race. Just having infrastructure ready may not cut it. You also need to have great geopolitical relationship so far as the supply chain management is concerned. And overall guys, in the next couple of decades, the whole notion 
think global, act local is going to change to think local and act local. So in the next decade or so, which country do you think will be leading the metaverse race? Will it be the developed countries? Will it be the underdeveloped countries or will it be the developing countries? Apart from this, guys, what I do feel is local laws and regulations will play an absolutely critical role in the adoption of metaverse. And I do feel that Dubai and UAE might just be having a competitive advantage. And something which I did mention earlier, the entire vision and the approach so far as regulation is concerned is that regulation needs to have a referee's hat rather than a gatekeeper. By having that, we're definitely going to be attracting a lot of local and international talent. So the whole approach, the attitude towards regulation needs to support innovation and adoption so far as Metaverse is concerned. So UAE is definitely beating the race. Now guys, the next thing which I'm going to be talking about is something you may not like and that is about Web 3.0. Now personally guys, I'm not a fan of Web 3.0 so I'm going to be discussing hype versus reality. And let me put it out there straight guys. When you hear about Web 3.0, this is not a new concept. So this terminology called Web 3.0 was popularized by Dr. Gavin Wood in 2014. So it looks like it is almost a decade year old concept. Now based on my interaction with LinkedIn, based on me attending quite a lot of events, particularly in the month of October, November, December, reading through articles and podcasts, I must say that a lot of people truly don't understand the limited use case of Web 3.0. Now the biggest thing so far as Metaverse is concerned, you need to understand that Web 3.0 in the Metaverse should be able to deliver a 10x better user experience. Now keeping that thing in mind, I don't think so that Web 3.0 will be able to deliver a 10x better user experience at least in the next couple of decades. Now if you want to break down Web 3.0, there are only few areas where Web 3.0 merges with metaverse private key public key public address is an area where web 3.0 merges with metaverse so to give you an example when you log into your metaverse protocol rather than using let's say your email address or facebook which is required when you log into metaquest you would be signing in using your private key which is connected to your public key which is connected to your public address that is one area where web 3.0 merges with metaverse apart from that implementing zero knowledge proof is an area which merges with metaverse but the big challenge with zero knowledge proof is it becomes really expensive for a protocol to handle the size of zero knowledge proof and that is an entire different episode altogether so if you do want to find out so far as privacy and anonymity is concerned look up zero knowledge proof and the cost associated with zero knowledge proof and apart from that you also have signature mixing and quite a lot more so when you talk about web 3.0 the biggest use case in the metaverse is the login. And Vitalik Buterin, he did release a report on three core areas that needs to be focused on and the importance in 2023. And one of the points that he actually said was when you log into your systems, rather than using your email or password, rather than using, let's say, your Facebook, you could log in using your Ethereum wallet address. So essentially what he's talking about is signing in with your private key and public key. But when you talk about metaverse cars, you need to always focus on that is it going to offer a 10x better user experience? What happens if the private key is lost? So unfortunately, I do feel that Web 3.0 at this point of time has very limited use case. Now the whole notion of self-sovereign identity 
sounds absolutely brilliant. Unfortunately, I do think that it is a marketing tool by startups and companies to get funding from hedge funds and for venture capitalists and for incubators. After, let's say, a decade from now, it could be possible once the blockchain trilemma is solved, then we can talk about self-sovereign identity and quite a lot more. Even when you look at smart contracts, unfortunately at this point of time, keeping in mind the transaction per second, there are very limited use cases in the metaverse. You also need to be aware of what the blockchain trilemma problem is. Now, keeping all these things in mind, I don't think Web 3.0 at this point of time at least merges with the metaverse. Now, as much as I dislike saying it, centralized entities will do a better job in offering a 10x user experience in the metaverse. Now, look, guys, if you want Web 3.0 to merge excellently well in the metaverse, we need to be able to solve game theory and human greed. Now, this is a really tough problem to solve, but maybe in the next couple of decades, we might be able to solve that. Now, what I do feel at this point of time, at least going forward in the next decade, Metaverse can survive and maybe even offer a better 10x user experience without blockchain technology and centralized entities. And centralized entities at this point of time may offer a better 10x user experience. So listen guys, when you're listening to podcasts or reading through articles, you truly need to understand that Web 3.0 has very limited use case apart from let's say logging in, making payments. Bitcoin is Web 3.0, so when you talk about Metaverse, rather than creating different payment systems, you can easily adopt and accept Bitcoin. That is Web 3.0. You don't need any other protocols or payment system. Bitcoin using Lightning Network is an excellent use case of using Web 3.0 in the Metaverse. But Lightning Network at this point of time still has challenges. Now, what I think is Web 3.0 will be a crucial area. After a decade from now, once mainstream adoption of Metaverse is in place, then we need to look at Web 3.0. So it's going to be really critical how Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook interacts or accepts Web 3.0. Now guys, let's discuss the top 10 Metaverse news from Dubai and UAE. And guys, the first news that I'd like to talk about is to do with space travel. And Do and Beidou have partnered to augmented digital encounters in the 2117 Metaverse. They announced a partnership to announce digital experiences to a project called 2117, which is essentially a unique Metaverse environment designed to simulate the space travel experience with the goal to eventually accommodate 100 million users. And a memorandum of understanding formalizing the cooperation was signed by Fahad Al-Hasavi, who's the CEO of Do, and Amin Al-Zaruni, who's the CEO of Beidou. And the collaboration aims to provide people with enhanced digital experiences and Do will leverage its experience in connectivity and lifestyle-enabling telecommunication into the metaverse realm of 2117 and steer its clients towards the 2117 initiative via its communication channel. And look guys, Do has been really active in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space. They did have a partnership going back to 2016 dealing with blockchain technology. So definitely brilliant stuff. The second news that I'd like to talk about is the experience in the metaverse is entering the metaverse to provide immersive experiences for visitors and resource groups metaverse experience is currently live in the metaverse. 
So what's going to happen is individuals can now visit resource groups headquarters in the metaverse and enjoy three different experiences created by Game Cooks, a leading gaming studio part of resource groups' portfolios of businesses. The studio is specialized in mobile VR content and creation of virtual and the game experience in the metaverse. So definitely a brilliant use case, but this is the area where distributed or Web 3.0 blockchain protocol cannot fit in, having a centralized entity offering a better user experience with customer service will make the unique experience 10 times better. The third news that I'm going to be talking about is Everdome and look guys, I've covered Everdome at least 4-5 to five times in my Metaverse Everything podcast and what happened on the 30th of November, they did have the first rocket launch in the Metaverse. So essentially the news is, Dubai-based Everdome had the first rocket launch in the Metaverse and the rocket was scheduled to launch on the 13th of November at 5pm and the session was streamed on YouTube as well. So maybe they have the recorded version, so definitely go ahead and check it out. And guys, the next news that I'd like to talk about is Aya. So let me briefly explain what is Aya. It is the first of a kind, next generation immersive experiential entertainment park which is open in Dubai. And Aya was opened on the 17th of December in Wafi City Mall. And it is an entertainment park that features 12 fully immersive zones which is spread across 40,000 square feet at Wafi Mall. Now if you are into all Dubai, you definitely need to check out Wafi Mall. The mall is absolutely brilliant and having an immersive experience connected to the metaverse does help Dubai in pioneering the way in the metaverse. Now the fifth news that I like to talk about is NFTs but it's indirectly connected to the metaverse and Dubai opens the first physical NFT shop in the mall of the Emirates. So FT NFT shop mall of the Emirates was opened on the 22nd of December and it is operated by international tech giant called Soft Construct and the NFT shop will offer customers to browse, buy and sell NFTs in person. This is a bit ironic considering the fact that when you talk about NFTs, it's supposed to be 100% digital but knowing what Dubai customers are, they'd probably like to prefer going to the mall and visitors can also interact with and look through a unique variety of physical art and even create 3D avatars of themselves through a professional 3D scanner. Now what's going to happen is these avatars Keeping in mind interoperability can be connected to a metaverse and it just might give a really unique experience. Now the sixth point that I'd like to talk about is Dubai Frame. Now listen guys, if you recently visited Dubai or if you're living in Dubai and UAE, you definitely have seen the Dubai Frame. Now with metaverse, you can explore the frame without leaving the home and Meta Essence has built a demonstration of the digital twin of the famous interaction it's going to allow visitors to experience a virtual 360 degree view of the city. So definitely brilliant stuff. Now the next year news guys, I did cover it in my Crypto and Coffee 88 podcast. So what I would really recommend you to do is listen to my Crypto and Coffee 88 podcast on the 20th of this month. Because the first news that I did cover was about Gidea and they have entered the metaverse which is in collaboration with Magnati. So essentially they are trying to offer payment services in the metaverse so please check out that episode and the next news which is also covered in the 20th of december's podcast is about mx hub dubai and they have launched a metaverse incubator now look guys if you're a startup or if you're looking for incubators definitely check out mx hub dubai and also listen to my podcast because they did share my opinions and thoughts on that now the ninth point that i'd like to discuss 
is about an infinity pool in the metaverse and this is by Aura Sky Pool Launch. So the news is that Dubai's Aura Sky Pool Launch takes over the metaverse iconic landmark and joins forces with the rare city to bring a one-of-a-kind unique experience to the metaverse and it is built on Metapolis Metaverse as a service. And guys, Aura Sky Pool Launch is the world's highest 360 degree infinity pool located on the Palm Tower. Now, if you're on Instagram, you would have definitely seen pictures and videos of that. And now, Aura Skyper Launch will be made available to everyone through a digital space created in the metaverse, allowing visitors to experience the grandeur of the location from anywhere in the world. Now, this particular project I do think will be really cool if there are haptic devices because you definitely need to experience the scenery and the beautiful location of it. So having it connected to haptic devices using augmented reality will definitely be a game changer. And the fifth and the final news is about healthcare in schools. And Dubai-based ShopDoc is trying to make healthcare a habit among children using the metaverse. And ShopDoc guys did have a presentation at Jitex as well. The CEO was very active explaining what ShopDoc is. And the startup will collaborate with schools to get health centers on the metaverse and the centers will provide services for mental health, women's health, emotional fitness, one-on-one -on -one consultation and awareness campaigns. Now I did cover about ShopDoc I believe at least a couple of months ago that they were focusing on the importance of mental health in the metaverse. So absolutely brilliant use case. So that's all for today guys for the last episode of Metaverse Everything in 2022 for Blockchain DXP. And in case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com or info at area2071.com. And also check out my other website that is area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And also check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And look guys, if you like listening to this podcast, Click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating and remember guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am we have Krypton Coffee at 8 where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse and how the series of episodes in Krypton Coffee at 8 works is we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai. UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, pure blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And in the Crypto and Coffee at 8 podcast, we also have an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions from the cryptocurrency world. And what you're listening to right now is the Metaverse Everything podcast, which is a research-driven podcast focusing on educational and informational content about Metaverse and its impact. So thanks so much for listening, guys, and have a brilliant day in your head. Bye-bye.